Hey, I'm so excited that you joined me today. Today we're going to be talking about jumping without a parachute. That's what Jesus said. He has a word for us. He's so in love with us. He's so good. He wants us to have ears to hear and eyes to see. And we can't do that without paying attention to him. We can't see or hear without him. We can't do anything without him. So let's acknowledge him and hear what he has to say to us today. Jesus, we thank you for taking over, for teaching us your way. We thank you and praise you for recalling your word to us and telling us things to come, for preparing us for your return. So we are well equipped. We are confident to stand before you that day and know that we are right with you. We praise you. We love you. Give you all the glory in your name. And so that's what Jesus wants to talk to us today about, is jumping without a parachute. And the other day we, wrote, we read Romans 2.11, and I just want to reiterate that. For God shows no partiality, no undue fairness. With him, one man is not different from the other. He loves us all the same. He doesn't treat us differently. He treats us all the same. And that is according to his law. All who have sinned without the law will perish without regard to the law. And all who have sinned under the law will be judged and condemned by the law. It's not merely hearing the law that makes one right before God, but it's the doers of the law that are held guiltless, acquitted, and justified. So when we're doing the law, we are right with Jesus. James 1.22 matches that word. James 1.22 says, but... Be doers of the word, obey the message, and not merely listeners to it, but train yourself into deception by reasoning contrary to the truth. When we're not doing the word of God, we reason on our own, and we end up living contrary to the truth. And that's living without a foundation. That's not, it's not living on the word of God, but our thinking our conception. If anyone only listens to the word without obeying it and being a doer of it, he's like a man who looks carefully at his own natural face in the mirror and thoughtfully observes himself and then goes off, promptly forgets what he was like. But he who looks carefully into the flawless law of liberty, the law of liberty, God's law of love, and is faithful to it and perseveres in Looking into it, being not a heedless listener who forgets, but an active doer who, who obeys. He shall be blessed in everything that he does. He's going to be blessed in what he does when we do the word. And so what God is saying is that when we jump out in faith, but we have no foundation, if we're believing him, and at the same time, we're not doing the word. We don't have a foundation to stand on. And that's when many times we're disappointed and even are offended and walk away from God. Like the rich man, he asked Jesus what he had to do to have eternal life. And Jesus said, sell your stuff. Give it to the poor. Give, um, give the money to the poor and follow me. And the man was offended and he walked away. He didn't think that was right. But you know what Jesus was really saying? He was saying, for now, do that. That's the only thing you have left. You have this God before me, and it's your money. And if the man wouldn't have got offended and walked away, at the end, Jesus said, no one leaves 
mothers, sisters, houses, brothers, for the sake of the gospel, and will not receive a hundredfold return. And I want to talk a little bit about that for now thing. Because when we, we are going to jump without a parachute, God says, if you're listening, if you don't want to walk away, he's going to say, for now, do this. Till I get you to that place where you completely obey me. Just for now. Because lots of times we're, we're in fear. We have reasons we don't obey him. We think it's okay. Because we're, we're um, just like James says, we're betraying ourselves and we end up reasoning things out. Um, not according to the word of God, but according to how we feel, usually, what we think, or a lie that we're listening to. And so Jesus is saying, for now, just just stand right here and do this. I know you're believing for this humongous thing. I know you're believing to live with me for eternity. But um, for now, let's get you right here so I can teach you and train you and get you to that place that you trust me. You know, when you when you first get to know someone, you don't totally trust them. When you just say that prayer, when you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, you're not going to trust him overnight. It's going to have, you're going to have experience with him. And so he, he's he's saying, for now, to that rich man, just give it all away, and then I'll get it back to you, a hundredfold return. And if that man would have stayed and listened, he would have been overjoyed. And Jesus would have helped him get to that place where he could have had eternal life. But instead, he got offended and walked away. What Jesus is saying is many of us are believing him for great things, but we don't have that foundation to stand on, which reminds me of what Jesus said and in Matthew 7, 24. So everyone who hears everyone who hears these words of mine and acts upon them, obeying them, will be like a sensible, prudent man who built his house on a rock, and the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had a it was founded on a rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a stupid, foolish man who built his house in the sand. And the winds came, and the, and the rain fell, the floods came, and beat against that house, and it fell. And great will be the fall of it. So if you don't build your house on the rock, if you don't build your life on the Word of God, you're jumping without a parachute. You're jumping by your own theory and reasoning. You're, you're thinking that Jesus needs to do something, and he can't. There's nothing he can do, just like on that day. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, Matthew 7, 21, but he who does the will of my Father. And many are thinking they are moving in with Jesus. They're jumping without a parachute, but that's not really what's going to happen if you haven't followed his commands. Many will say to me on that day, but Lord, this is what they were thinking. This was their theory. This is, this is the deception that James is talking about your own reasoning and understanding. You thought you were doing this, but Lord, I did this, and Lord, I did that. And he said, he will say to them openly, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who act wickedly, disregarding my command. And why would he say that? Because you didn't take the time to acknowledge the word of God. 
You didn't give it authority of your life in your life. You didn't build your house on the word of God, but you built it on your opinion, your theory, your reasoning. And when you do that, you're jumping without a parachute. I was telling you the other day, and if you didn't listen to that video, I'll tell you again. I have a little step for my, my little Yorkie. She's about four or five pounds. And we got out of the habit of her going up the steps. She started doing her little bark to her um, aggressive, demanding bark to get on the love seat instead of going up the steps and going down the steps. So she got out of that habit. And one day, um, just a couple days ago, uh, I was helping her up the step because I'm trying to get her to go back up on her own. And I was like moving her little legs up so she couldn't turn around, although she kept trying to turn around and jump back down. And um, as I was doing that, I heard God say, that's what I'm doing to you. I'm pushing you. And um, so that's what we were talking about. He's pushing us. He, we're in this for now place. For now, I want you to do this, but I'm pushing you up to this higher place. His ways are higher than our ways, but he doesn't want us to stay below. He wants us to come up to his place where we totally believe him. And then like John 15 says, when you abide in me and I abide in you, when your word, when you live in my word and my word lives in you, then you can ask what you will and it'll happen. Whatever you ask for, and you'll be showing to be true disciples of mine. So often when we're jumping without that parachute, we're having faith in God and, you know, we're thinking this great thing is going to happen, but because we don't fellowship with him every day and find out what he's thinking, we're jumping without that parachute. We're landing flat on our faces and those around us who are watching and judging us because we say we're following Jesus and nothing has happened, happening, they're looking at us and laughing at us because we're thinking something's going to happen and it's not happening and it's because we're not obeying him. Because we're not, we're not giving the word of God that integrity we should be. We're not giving God our full attention. We're just, we're just taking what we like. Okay, I believe you, you're going to do this. And, um, we're not taking the part where he's saying, okay, and I need you to do this. I need you to be faithful to me. I need you to care about what I care about. Love the Lord you got with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind is to care about what he cares about. I need you to follow my word. I asked you not to gossip, but still you do. That's breaking his command. You break one law, you break all the law. It doesn't matter how little or big, how little or big um, your sin seems to be it matters that you broke his law and you're not in agreement with him. In heaven, there is no sin. And so we got to get up that ladder. He's pushing us to that place where we can live in eternity with him, where we can represent him by asking what we will and it happening. Nothing is happening because we're not doing the will of God. We're not raising the dead. We're not laying hands on sick. We're not casting out demons. We're not getting well. We're not saying by his stripes, you were healed. We're just all down and out, and we're dragging our heels because we don't have time to spend it with Jesus. Because we don't take the time 
to get on our knees and talk to him and find out what he's thinking, what he's saying. And he wants to reveal himself to us. He wants to reveal himself to us. He doesn't want to say, I'm not acquainted with you. He wants to say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. We've been through some things together. We've been counseling. Revelation 3.19 says, he corrects those he loves. He was correcting that rich man because he loved him. The Amplified Bible says he loved him when he told him what to do. But, you know, we're just, we're living in this world, and we're just living by what we see. We're not calling those things to be not as though they were. We're just letting it happen. We're just letting Satan walk all over us. And so we're jumping without that parachute. We're thinking, um, you know, all is good, all is well, but really we're not doing the will of God. And we don't know we're not doing the will of God. Because we haven't spoken to Jesus. Can't depend on your own thinking. I really like what it said in James. Be doers of the word, not merely listeners. Betraying yourself into deception by reasoning contrary to the truth. Reasoning things out instead of just going to him and asking him the truth. And the things that he asks us to do aren't always that easy. And that's when people want to just throw in the towel and walk away, and they're offended that God would even ask them to do something so hard. So I'm not talking to you about just reading the Word. I'm talking to you about living the Word of God. And if you actually are seeking Him, James 1.25, but he who looks carefully into the faultless law, the law of liberty, and is faithful to it, and perseveres in looking into it, being not a heedless listener, forgets, but an active doer. He who obeys, he shall be blessed in all his doing. So it has to be that you want him to be your lifestyle. After all, if you're expecting to move in with him that day, you got to start finding out his way now, living his lifestyle now, committing to him, being in agreement with him, being engaged, engaged with him. So if you never answer that knock at your heart, Jesus is asking you. He's knocking on the door of your heart. And he said, if you heed his voice, if you heed his voice, he's going to come in and he is going to dine with you. Revelation 3.19, those who I dearly and tenderly love, I tell their thoughts and convict and convince and reprove and chasten. I discipline and instruct them. So be enthusiastic. Be enthusiastic and earnest, and burning with zeal, and repent, changing your mind and attitudes. Should we, be, we should be excited to be corrected, to know that Jesus is making us right with him. So on that day, he doesn't have to say, away from me, I never knew you. God is no respecter of persons, so he can't change his law for just you. You can't say, oh, that's okay, you don't have to do it. And then you can do it and you don't. That wouldn't be loving all of us the same. So it's up to us what we do, what we decide. And Jesus is coming. His, his coming is soon. He's giving us time to get ready, to make a choice. Are we going to take him seriously? Are we going to follow his way? Are we going to live by our feelings? Are we going to reason things out to, to be comfortable, to make ourselves comfortable? Revelation 3.20, 
Jesus said, that he's knocking at the door of your heart. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears and listens to and heeds my voice and opens the door, I will come in with him and eat with him, and he will eat with me. If you're willing, he's willing. He's willing. He's, he's reaching out to you right now through me. So let's ask him, Jesus, we want to answer that knock at the door of our heart. We're, we're inviting you to come in. We are willing to heed your voice. We commit to do your way. Teach us way. Help us to have understanding. We love you. We praise you and give you all the glory. Now you want to just take time every day and sit with him so he can show you that you're not ready for him to come. What you need to change. He's holding off coming because he's giving us time to repent, to change our way and follow after him. Be ready for him to be here. Don't act like you have, don't assume you have all kinds of time. Because if you assume that, you'll never start to get ready. If you know you're getting married in a year, you're going to start getting ready. Or you might wait till the last minute and then things won't work out so well. And that's what Jesus is saying. Don't wait till the last minute. It takes time to know me. It takes time to get ready. It takes time for you to decide if you're going to throw in the towel or if you're going to keep going. If you're going to press through the things that are hard or at that time, are you going to give up? Jesus said, will I find faith when I return on the earth? Will, he, will you be one of the faithful ones? I hope so. I know I'm going to be. I have decided I am going to be faithful. And of course, we can't do it without him. So seek him. Persevere to follow after him. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.